Welcome to the Christian Theological Dark Web. My name is Ricky Lee, your host, along with Shelley Aleman. We're asking the questions you wish you could ask your pastor. Welcome to the show. There's no Okay. All right. Um, so I, I feel like we've been here before, Shell. <laughs> maybe perhaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe perhaps indeed. Um, hey, guys, welcome to our podcast. It's kind of a weird way to start it. Um, I guess we should give a disclaimer that uh, we are the Christian Theological Dark Web. Welcome, C-T- CDTW uh, for short. Um, we welcome you guys here. I guess we're kind of joking around a little bit because Shelly and I already recorded this episode, but we're re-recording it um, because my audio was not there, which is really crappy. But here we are. Here we are. Um, say a few words, Shell. <laughs> um, it's very interesting that we're doing this again. Um, you'd think <laughs> that we'd be like, okay, got it under our belts, but nope, feels as awkward as the first time. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We got, we got one out of our system, which no one will ever hear. Um, so now we get to do the new one. Um, I guess what we're, we're going to be focusing on guys. Welcome. First of all, um, this is the place where we're going to talk about a lot of stuff that is not covered in, um, not even just mainstream media, but in the mainstream church life. And that distinction is very important because the gospel should inform everything we believe, think, and do. And Absolutely. as such, uh, we want to explore the stuff that is often ignored. And and I want to be clear what, what this is going to be about. We're going to talk a little bit about ourselves here in a second um, and why we're doing this, who we are, so on and so forth. But it is important to let you guys know that uh, we would certainly be dealing with some weird concepts like aliens and extraterrestrials and uh, Same thing, demons Ricky. and all that stuff, but I also Still do all not... the same thing. Yeah, that's right. They're all one in the same package, just uh, different supernatural ways of looking at things, right? But uh, it is super important for us to also stress the power of the gospel and make you guys do our best to persuade you, as Paul says, right, that you could be anything like us, and not because we're us, but because we know who made us, and we know how he's made us, and we are every day stepping more and more into that. And so we will – actually, these first few episodes we're going to be doing besides this one are actually about prayer. We want to start off that way because I want a good solid basis before we dive into anything else that's that for most people sounds – especially even regular churchgoers – sounds ludicrous, right? Well, Take we've lost so much of, of the um... – belief in the supernatural i mean we give that god is supernatural the trinity is supernatural the whole mm-hmm. um the the satan the devil is supernatural but like after that oh supernatural disappears right. and everything is just in in this material world that we reside in we recognize the most and yeah and that's that's not who or not where we actually live yeah. we live in a multi-dimensional i mm. guess universe we're still chatting about that um mm. or the more science I mean, uncovers the more 
doesn't know, but the universe, if in so much as you mean the one place with all the dimensions God made, then yes, the universe, right? Right, right. Um, I, I, I think guess that's if, a great definition, and that's what we'll use yeah. as our definition. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the place where God put the stuff, all of it. Absolutely. Um, uh, which could open the door to thinking about, you know, our thoughts, things, but I'm not going to go there. Let's not mess with that one yet. Um, well guys, we want to welcome you again and we're just going to go through a little bit about who we are. Um, you know, uh, my co-host is definitely Shelly. We're on the same vibe, same level. And this is something that was really birthed, I think, out of both of our hearts, uh, at, you know, individually, I think. Um, but it's something that we both really wanted to do, uh, I guess I'll talk about who I am and why I wanted to do this podcast. Shell, feel free to chime in wherever. Got um, guys, I think it's very clear that I'm a Christ follower and my intention is to always follow Christ um, because the burden of the gospel is lighter than the burden of the world and my sin. So that's why I chose that. Also, because he loves me. Um, guys, I love words. So in this podcast, you will hear me talk about words a lot. Um I, I like to pick apart words, what they mean, where they come from. Etymology is super, super important. Um, you know, it that that really helps us. I have that farther here. Where did I put it? I'm interested in etymology, and I'm just read this word for word. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing because, right, I just as well. It takes word. us from where we were and reinvigorates our current date with meaning so that we can be informed about where we're going. So, in other words, the etymology informs us of the past to understand the future. Um, I will definitely be talking about all about that. Um, geez, what can I tell you guys about myself? I like music. I have played metal, rock, punk, whatever you want to call it, since I was a kid, basically, 12 or 13. I started getting into that stuff. Um, I found it as a release. Um, I made a band called The Remedials. The reason I bring it up is because, to me, I had a deep philosophy and conviction that music is merely music and God has made it all. Um, like David says, the earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. Psalms 24, 1. Mm -hmm. So as I see that music was uh, a previous thing that the devil has always used to divide us, which is hardly even a thing anymore. Kind of crazy. I live in a weird world now. But uh, back when I was a young whippersnapper, that was a thing. We all defined ourselves by what we listened to. And I always thought that was a ridiculous idea since Christ has made us all and all for his kingdom and purpose. Um, I grew up most of my life in El Paso, which is where I met Shelly and right. her family and mine were the two white families in a giant Hispanic city. Um, it's not quite that bad, but yeah. we were part <laughs> of 80% Hispanic population. Oh, is it that much now? It is. 80%. No, I thought we were even that's, smaller. That's, that's what the Google says. So yeah. gotta believe it. <laughs> yes. 88%. Back, back check it back check it right now <laughs> um yeah el paso is a weird place if you guys have ever been there it's uh far west texas they can't get any farther than el paso to go be in texas be I don't all think. into mexico yeah. one of the mexico's the older the new one right um either either that's right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man what can i say when i was growing up didn't have a lot of money but that really didn't matter i had good friends um, and I was able to make music and share the gospel and playing music was a way to share the gospel. Um, 
in my mind and in my heart. Um, although it was a release for me, you know, creatively, emotionally, spiritually, um, and with in spite of all my shortcomings, the Lord was able to use a very weird situation to His glory because I I have a knack and and a desire for the theatrical and dramatic. If you didn't notice already, um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I think that's about it. Oh, I guess I should just mention. Um, uh, I mentioned etymology earlier because I'm I'm a linguistics. Uh, I have a bachelor in linguistics. I'm very interested in linguistics. Um, how, why, when, grammatically, where, all these things happen. Etymology is cool, but so is phonology because we can figure out stuff about how how things were said in the past. Why is that relevant? Because when we figure out where they come from which is also historical and also useful for where we're going. Um, How many languages do you speak, Ricky? <sighs> More than I care to share. No, I'm kidding. I don't speak that many. <laughs> um, English, Spanish, Portuguese, and Chinese, and uh, a little bit of Japanese. Chota, 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 chota. That just means a little bit in Japanese. <laughs> um, that's about all my Japanese, honestly. Uh, I guess, yeah, the basic stuff. I lived in Mexico City for five years. I worked uh, doing missionary work, which uh, I would say is a lot more out of the box, much like the band that I played in. Um, trying to share the gospel, learning Spanish. That's where I learned it. I have two kids and a wife from there, and we live here in Texas now. Uh, Shell, go ahead and take it away. I'm in Austin, by the way, Austin, Texas. Oh, well, I'm still in El Paso. Go El Miners. Paso. <laughs> <laughs> Hook them horns. Sorry. No, no, no. Not <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> we have rival universities there. Ooh. And then his sister, who is my best friend. Uh, oh, man. We won't even get there. She, she couldn't even do a Texas yeah. university. Rude. I don't know what, what's going on with her, man. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. Chemical engineers. She fell into the New Mexico part, I guess is what happened. She did. She did. Well, he fell into the Me old Mexico part. That's right. I did. To the New Mexico part. So, <laughs> I told you. El Paso. Remember, I told you guys, etymology is important, so I had to go find the old stuff to talk about the new. Right. That's what you would do, too, Rick. <laughs> um, I am much older than Ricky. Um, or no, his you're not. I'm old enough to be their mom, um, although their mom is older than me. Um, mm, true story. By 10 years, exa almost exactly. It's how I can always okay. remember your mom's age. But anyway, oh. mm. um, we taught at the same school. So mm -hmm. while Ricky um, was not rich growing up, uh, he got to go to a private school because his mom mm. taught there. Yep. And my kids, too, I will tease them. I'm so glad that, that your education was well paid for. And they're like, Mom. You didn't pay for our education. I was like, I did. That's why I worked at your school. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that I could pay for your education for you guys to go there. Or, or um, not pay, right? Right. Well, you know what? You can pay in dollars. You can pay in time. Yeah, it's true. Um, But so we, we met at Bethel, no relation to Reading. Um, mm -hmm. Our Bethel... What was it called back then? Bethel, Bethel Temple Mountaintop School, I believe it was. Bethel Temple. No, Bethel Temple Christian School. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, our kids are and were friends. Um, we are. We're also mm -hmm. friends. Ricky and I both have a love for language. We both speak way too many words. Mm -hmm. 
Hence the podcast. Right. I happen to like to begin with the fundamentals of who, what, where, when, why, and how. I assume those are still taught in school, but they could Uh, they could maybe not be. I'm not sure. Guess it depends Um, on where. It 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 does, and who? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who am I? Easy. I'm Shelley Alaman. Um, I am about to become a grandma for the very first time. And can make his arrival at any time now. Um, now. We, we saw pictures of him in his mom's womb. And I just have to say, Mm -hmm. man, the things David said in Psalm 139, your eyes saw (laughs) my unformed being while I was being knit together in my mother's womb. Um, really resonated when we were looking at him move around and when I watch the videos of him sucking his thumb and his mommy's tummy um but that kid weighs about seven and a half pounds right now and the technician was so sweet to tell us he looks very big brained which means my daughter's gonna have fun pushing that big head out but I'm very excited um, grandma, I grandma am, of course, would be because she didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Man. Do they have a name yet? Yes, his name is Avery. Avery, Avery Pace. I like I it. told her I'm calling him Avi. Oh. Ricky, here's your homework. Why am I calling him Avi? Bird? Uh, in the Hebrew, the V and the B can oh, nice. uh, substitute in Abba. Abi right, that's true. Is is um, the the meaning is is father or head? Oh, okay. Uh, I wasn't too far off. So, so I was going for Abi, Abba. I was Abi, like Abi, Abba. Yeah. Well, uh, Abi, Abi, um, there, there for dad. Abi is also bird. That's interesting, and it is mm-hmm. also in the Celtic Avery. I think it is means um ruler of elves father of fairies father of elves something <laughs> like that it's ethereal uh she went with it because she likes the name i we'll, am the one who breaks down we'll, the we'll stick with the, uh, we'll stick with the hebrew version. and actually if you think about it right. ave or ave right av is uh, you could also be a representation of the holy spirit who was a dove True. The beginning of Ahava, which is the God kind of love. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I think Shell knows Hebrew better than me. Uh, I also really, really dig all the meanings of words. Sure. And I love how Hebrew every letter has a meaning, but like mm-hmm. that's seminary. So we won't go there. Um, got the who out of the way. What, what am Later. I? I'm a follower of Jesus, first and Woo-hoo. foremost. I'm a wife, Amen. mother, like you said, I'm becoming a Gigi. I am a friend, I'm a coworker. Um, I'm a mentor, which has given me some of the greatest satisfaction ever in my life. And mm. really, I think that that's how uh, Ricky and I are today good friends because for quite some time I was his sister's mentor. Um, uh, I would not just say just my sister. I would say you and I spent a good amount of time when I was a kiddo and I we would did. say we call the world calls it mentoring, but let's just be honest. It's discipleship is what it is, right? Yeah, it's the bond is there. We 
Yeah. And God, God makes interesting friendships. He, he puts together a body really, really mm-hmm. well. He knows what he's doing. Um, for sure, for sure. I am a follower of the truth and a carer of people. And I like peace, but I will never give up peace at the expense of truth because then yep. you have neither. So truth, the truth first and foremost, and you can't be loving unless you are truthful. I just, I yeah. don't think hmm. that you can. Um, we it's already not very much use, right? It's, well, because you don't know what's what. Right. If you don't, if you don't have the truth, you literally have nothing. Yep. Right. Because well, you. The Bible's pretty clear about can, that one. Yeah. You can react to what you think is going on, but if, if it's not the real deal, then your reaction is, is not going to be very helpful. Yeah. But we, we, we digress. Sorry, Sean, go ahead. <laughs> we sorry, digress no, sorry. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if we were one of those podcasts where you drink when right there definitely Ooh. we definitely could have drinking games the podcast would never finish drink. that's right <laughs> ever <laughs> ever ever let's see um i was born in the 70s i was cool in the 80s at least i thought i was cool in the 80s my parents <laughs> probably used different adjectives <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think all our parents were. I became a parent in the 90s, um, now in 2023. Welcome to the new year, everybody, because today Woo. is January 1, 2023. Wow. That's true. I will Crazy. soon be a granny. Yay. Um, I made it through the COVID plandemic. What is that? Plandemic. 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 I added another syllable. Plandemic. Um, the the plandemic well it's as good as anything else they've called it but again i digress and i won't go there um definitely has changed the world and like everyone else i'm still trying to figure mm-hmm. out you know what's what going on now yeah. see see my earlier comment about the truth mm-hmm. um anyhow <laughs> and why are we doing this the easy answer is because jesus is worth it yes he is um to expound on it, I've been a believer since I was six, maybe even before, um, but I started really practicing my faith at seven. And I know that sounds mm. crazy, but I started memorizing scripture at the age of seven. I don't remember what my first scripture was. Funny enough, I can tell you what my fourth grade teacher's favorite scripture for me to quote to her was. Mm. Um I know, right? It's very specific. Ephesians. um, I say it and then I lose it. Uh, Recompense no man, evil for evil, provide things Mm. honest in sight all men. Uh, And of course, that one is in King James, which then people don't even, if as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. And people are like, that's the only real version. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> There's a lot of people that think that. I just throwing it out there. Guys. I know it's weird, but nobody knows what lieth in you means. It means as much as it's possible, as much as it relies on you, live peaceably with all men. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anyhow, 
I've been memorizing scripture and I'm that annoying person if you're a church goer who somebody starts a scripture and I chime in because I can't help it. I can't help it. I try to help it. The word is good. Um, I've been reading books my whole life. My parents read to me. (laughs) Well, my mom read to me when I was little. And so I, I love books, but turns out when I was about nine or so, I was in trouble a lot, (laughs) which equated to being grounded for me. Y'all, I got grounded from the TV because I knew what was on each channel at what time. (laughs) Turns out I had no problem memorizing the um, TV guide. It was as easy to memorize as the Bible. But I would get grounded from the TV because they figured I much must watch it too much if I. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, reading reading uh, bolsters your memory, so that's probably why. Probably well, and because the beginning of knowledge is the fear of God, and so I think that I really got to experience that. I think I'm smart because God let me love Him, Hmm. and. It, I guess that's also a story for another day, but um, definitely why I think I I remember things as well as I do. Um, fell in love for the first time when I was nine years old with a man named Clive Staples Lewis. Um, <laughs> not so much him as his world of Narnia when I read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe for the first time. Uh, when I was 12, I bought myself the seven-book set with birthday money. Yeah. Um, I still have a couple of those books. Oh, you is know, there seven? Holy cow. Name in really awful handwriting. <laughs> but I, I recently bought a, a new set of the series so I can read it with Avi when he, when he makes Avi. his appearance. Um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe taught me so much about who God is really the, the analogies there. Yep. Life, life changing for me. Lewis is solid. Um, Oh man. Best thing. Lewis, Lewis is the goat for real. (laughs) Uh, I read the screw tape letters when I was, yep. You know, there you go. Catching Uh, up with the youth now. No, got got to be cool. Watch you me. just you just you just spent a lot of time with your kids. I can tell. Oh man, I just dabbed. So, <laughs> Mr. Julian, if he ever gets to see the video of this, will be so stoked. And that's it's my youngest stepson. Fire um, shell, fire. Always fire. <laughs> that's that's what I hear. I hear that right. we're going to be fire. Uh, red screw tape letters when I was thirteen. I don't recommend so it for 13-year-olds. It's an intense book. Yeah, but is. even then, that started really forming my worldview. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. If Guys, if you haven't read it, I'd advise you to get yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's a good read. You can get it on Audible. You, you can get it on You can get it for whatever. dirt cheap. Like, you can probably find it at a used bookstore for like three bucks or two bucks or something. Mm, probably, yeah, even less than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read Lord of the Rings when I was 12. Yeah, it's a heavy series. Now, if I try to watch it, I'll fall asleep because it's yep. just so long. It's good, though. And 
God bless Tolkien because Tolkien is who led Lewis to Christ, and I am so yep. grateful. I will sit down and talk with those guys a little bit in heaven or on yep. the new earth, whatever it ends up being. But yep. I, I will make it a point to seek them out and chat with them and let them know, man, can you imagine the line of people that are going to be there talking to C.S. Lewis, telling them, I I understand God's love for me because of your books, your children's books. Well, time won't exist. So will he be able to do that multifacetedly? Right. Bum, 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 well, bum. he'll have, he'll have, he'll have all the time. Cause you're right. It is a definite construct for this. Whoa, crazy. So <laughs> it's already I mean, starting. I can't wait. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> Guys, this is we, – we want to remind you, this is just a warm-up, guys. We're This is just an intro, but, yeah, we're going to talk about some heavy <laughs> stuff for sure. Yeah, that's all good. Where Let's are we at? We're see. at 20 – almost 25 minutes. Yeah, we're not yeah. too bad. Let's see, guys. I enjoy Sunday morning service about as much as the next guy. Um, my pastor loves Jesus, and he loves Jesus' word. But he teaches to the bell curve. And if you understand what I mean by that, this is the podcast for you. If you don't, it's okay. We'll educate you. Stick around anyway. You can come hang out. Absolutely. Just once. No, I'm just kidding. Stay. Um, I get the miracle of David and Goliath, and I understand the implications of what Goliath was. And that's, that's the type of stuff that we want to touch on. Because David yeah. and Goliath is kind of is kind of cool, and you hear giant, and then you know you're like, well, like what was he seven foot tall? Because the average Jew back then was what five two maybe, um, or was he like nine foot tall? Did he have six fingers on each hand and six toes? Was he yep. a hybrid of of something? other than just straight up human. Mm-hmm. So that that's the type of stuff um, that I've always wanted a pastor to really dig in and talk to me about. And, and one of the things I'm so grateful for the internet for is there are people like Dr. Michael Heiser who Ooh, helped shout out. understand all the way, man, huge, huge fan of this amazing man. Yep. Um, and the insight God has given him and his willingness and gentleness and in sharing it that's, with people. That's such an important thing. I think I think that one of the hardest things, Shell, for, for for pastors to to straddle is wanting to engage intellectually, or maybe not wanting to, right? But or trying to engage. I, said, I the should person, say. right, right. Yeah, it's gotta be the right person for sure. Um and, and, you know, that's fine. Like, not all this stuff is necessarily something you have to dig deep into. But I think a lot of people are hungry for this kind of stuff. And uh, they I, – I don't think so. I know so. And they don't have a place to go and talk about it. And we need – we want to be that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not going to try that's and commandeer good. real quick. But I guess this is probably oh, a good that, You're right. You're right. Um, this is the place – the space. Yep. Um, I – I think that something that we're, we're planning to do, um, or, or, or I guess is really the intention of this, this podcast is, 
to magnify Christ, right, and uncover the deeds of darkness as far back as they go and as much as we can, um, just like the Ephesians says, do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. That's 511 yeah. in Ephesians. And that, I think that for us is super important. Um, I want, I, I think we both have talked kind of at length about wanting to be definitely, you know, to a level apologetic, right. With our podcast for sure, because we're talking about really weird, um, sometimes very esoteric kind of stuff. Right. right. Um, but, but the world's not afraid of esoteric and we shouldn't be either because we carry mm -hmm. the power of Christ within us. We carry the very Holy Spirit within us. We should have, I, we shouldn't, what's that? So that's a power unto salvation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a power over, over death, death. Where is thy sting? You know, it doesn't exist anymore. You don't fear the one that can put the body to death, but can do nothing to the soul. Right. And that's, we, we don't want to be afraid to talk about those things. Uh, at the same time, you know, I'm not going to compromise little truth for big truth. It will always be capital truth on this, on this, uh, podcast. So, so if we, you know, if we come across something that's, uh, and we've talked about this, you know, that there's going to be trolls. There always is. There always will be, always has been, um, Bring them on. And, and yeah, that's fine. Right. That's fine. And, and, and likewise, we're going to always refer back to the maker rather than the, uh, the spat, right. We're not going to, we're not going to get hung up on that. Um, right. Show did I deviate from what you were saying? Oh, I guess. No. Where, where were you at? I've already forgot now. I'll just keep going, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Keep going. Um, I'll jump in later. Yeah. Um, I think this goes for both of us. I'm going to say this for myself, but it, I definitely think it goes for both of us. It, I, I don't, I don't, I definitely have not read as much as Shelly has. Um, but I am, <laughs> um, I'm definitely a free thinker and I, a lot of things I've said, even recently get me into trouble. The Lord works with me a lot on keeping my mouth shut when, when I should. Um, and that's, that's okay. Right. I mean, that's all right. That's part of it. But at the same time, I don't think that what I'm saying is wrong in so much as it's displeasing to the listener. And so I'm not going to necessarily apologize to them. I will apologize to the Lord when I should keep my mouth shut and learn to not speak. But um, the content itself is not wrong to talk about. And that's the point of this podcast, because there's a lot of places that you don't get to talk about this, right? Nobody gets to talk about this. And I don't want to call this a safe space, but I want to call this a place where we can openly talk about these ideas without uh, being honest badgered dialogue. to death. Yeah, honest dialogue, right? Yeah. I mean, why does everyone flock to Joe Rogan? Because he's willing to talk about stuff that most people won't, right? Whether or not he's a believer, I have mad respect for the guy. The guy is willing to dialogue with anyone about anything. That's not an easy thing to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I want I, – I, in a way, this is very much a ministry. Um, and it's a ministry insofar as we want to be apologetic about our approach, um, uncompromising about truth at the same time. But just like Shelley said – really keep on the four in the foreground. We always want to have love as, as our guiding principle and the Holy spirit to, to guide us as well, because, you know, some of the stuff can get really heavy and frankly, easily get heated. Right. So that's, you will see that Shelly and I banter 
sometimes we even argue or we'll disagree and that's fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried about that so much as I am, um, concerned about how we present the gospel. Um, that's, that's what's more important to me. Um, so you'll see all that fun stuff. Um, but it's honest. That's what we're trying to come from is an honest place. And if, if I don't know something or I do something out of turn, I will be the first one to be like, I'm wrong. Or, you know, I didn't know this. You know, I don't know is a valid answer Mm -hmm. for a lot of things. It's it, it, for me, it's a very, um, incomplete answer. I'm not gonna just say, sorry guys, that I don't know. And, leave it at that. I don't know, but you know what? I'm going to do my best to find out and um, at least let you know, this is what I have found. This is why or why I don't agree with it. Um, and, and honestly, I welcome trolls simply because you may be asking a question out of anger or ignorance or to cause trouble, both. but I will always answer to the best of my ability what God's Honestly. truth is, what the truth yeah. is. Yeah. And, and again, not everything is given to us, but um, in Isaiah, we're told, come, let us reason together. And I, because I can't just cherry pick part of a scripture, I'm going to finish <laughs> it. Um but he says, come, let us reason together, though your sin is scarlet, I will wash you white as snow. Mm. And that is that is God speaking. And he's not saying, oh, it's not for you to know, or oh, you'll know in heaven. He said, come, let us reason together. When mm-hmm. the disciples came to Jesus and they said, what about, well, what about this? Or what about yeah. that? Well, yep. how, how, how do we live? How do we pray? Um, it's just a prayer. Said, Come on, y'all, I'll, I'll show you that he didn't ever. And you know what? Even when men who hated him were trying to hit the trolls of his day were coming <clears> to trip him up with the goal of trying to kill him. He never said, get away from me. I know the game you're playing. That is not what he did to take. What is it? Luke, uh, John eight, where they bring in the woman caught in adultery. Well, where's the other partner? there uh Mm. it takes two to commit adultery i'm just saying um but jesus didn't say hey where's the dude what are y'all doing uh you're trying to scam me he said you know what you're right the law says stoner so you know what the sinless one of you you cast the first stone then all the sinners they can cast their stones too Mm -hmm. he never stopped honest answer even even when he was met with open hostility and total deceitfulness, Jesus came back with truth. And I think that's what yep. we're supposed to do. We we come back with truth. And again, I don't I don't know everything. I know where to go to find the answers. Just like I don't know mm-hmm. everything, but I know how to use Google. You know, I <laughs> I, can, I can get there. Yeah, you have to weed through stuff and and all the answers aren't in bold and highlighted for you. You've got to search for them, but that's what we want to be a part of is, is that. Yeah. I think that that's reflective of reality shell. I mean, I don't even think that that's weird. I think nowadays, if you want to know the truth, it's really not that hard, but it does require some digging. Um, 
And sometimes it's not even a lot of digging, to be honest, guys. Like, all you got to do is kind of, oh, what's this dirt doing here? Oh, here's the truth. I wasn't expecting that, right? I or swept it out of the way, and there it sometimes was. Sometimes you can just hop on Twitter now and find out anything you want. <laughs> um, guys, uh, we're going to – that's kind of a little bit about us. Uh, I think we've uh, covered what, what the podcast is like, what we're doing. We also want to touch base on what um, – what we're going to be talking about in the next three episodes. And I have titled this, uh, Shelly Agrees. This will be known as the Silent Rebellion series. Um, yes. And I mentioned to you guys, I wanted to start out with prayer and things about prayer. And Shelly and I have read a phenomenal book uh, that we... Shout out to Taylor, Taylor, Tyler, Stanton. Tyler, Man, I get Tyler Stanton. And Tyler mixed up all the time. Tyler Stanton. Stanton, yeah. I know, is the right name. Staten, yeah. His book is called Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools. We've read through this guy. Um, I, I did the Audible. Um, I think you did too, right, Shell, first time around? Yeah, I did. I did the Audible. Yeah, and, yeah first time around. And um, uh, 10 out of that, 10 recommend. 10 yeah. out of 10 also recommend get a hard copy because yep, yep. you want to take notes. You, if, it, you, if you're interested in what we're, ta- uh, we're going to be talking about, I, I seriously recommend you, you pick up this book because it is solid theology. Like, it's mm-hmm. like uh, St. Aquinas-type theology. Like, it's like breaking it down. How do we pray? What do we pray for? How did Jesus do it? How did he teach us? Um, and it, it's, it doesn't hold any punches, which is... God, I love that kind of conversation. It's Thank you, Jesus. Good truth. Like yep. he just he brings the truth, the truth and love. He doesn't I, shy away from anything hard. No, in no, this book, and and um, he's 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 gut punchingly honest about himself yep. too, which is very cool, very very cool. Because that's not you don't usually get that. I, that's I don't know about you, Shell, but for me, one of the things I most I hated about reading Christian books is that. It was just so watered down, and I don't want right. a watered down, honest reality, uh, dishonest reality. I want, I want the the fruit. I want the juiciness. I want the pulp, you know. And that's what this I book want, is. I want the hard because I want to grow. Yep. I'm not wasting yep. my time, you know. If yep. I want to yep. read fiction, I know I know what section to go to. Um, the rest of reality. <laughs> <laughs> this book is brand new. I think. Yeah. Um, Tyler put it out in, I think, October was the publishing date. Um, I stumbled across, across it, I'll be really honest. Um, stumbled Omicron it? Aha. Stumbled across it. Sorry, not sorry. I, so I throw T's on my hard S sounds at the end of a word. So I want to say across. So I across have to it. mentally make sure I say across it. Um, Later on, I will I think was... about why linguistically you do that. There's probably a good reason. <laughs> anyway. I've always done it. My kids do it, too. So I'm very huh. aware of it. That's interesting. Um, I was watching YouTube, and it said, you might enjoy this. And I think it was, um, oh, Tim Mackey. Tim Mackey. He's the one that Tim. does the foreword. He did the foreword. And that's yeah. what Which he ended also doing. also freaking good. I'm sorry, guys, I have birds, bum, bum, and bum. somebody decided to chime in here. Um, <laughs> Literally. Really. Tim, <laughs> uh, 
I loved him. I love the Bible Project. I love listening to this skater yep. dude just like break it down. And I was like, Tim Mackey, heck yeah, I'll watch Tim Mackey. I yeah. like this guy. And and I usually have podcasts going while I'm working because, well, because I can. <laughs> so um, he starts giving this forward to this book that he wrote. And, and Tim has been very honest about his um, recent personal journey about praying. And mm-hmm. I get it because I have things like that, too. And about yep. prayer. Do I know how to pray? Of course I know how to pray. I've been praying a long time. Um, Do I want to give God my best? Every time I do. So mm-hmm. I can't just assume that, that, oh, yeah, I know how to pray. You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Eh. Amen. And, and think, right? And think that that's, that's good enough, man. I want to bring God my best. Mm-hmm. And so I relate to Tim. And then he started yeah. reading the forward to this book. And then he started reading, I think, the first chapter of this book. And I was just like, what? It's really impressive. And, and um, like, by the time he was done, I was looking in my Audible um, yeah. app for the book yep. like that fast. And then I started reading it and, and uh, I, I would listen to it before I went in for prayer at my church on Monday mm-hmm. nights. And I'd just be in my truck, like weeping. Cause I live yeah. on it on the far, far side of town from where mm-hmm. I go to church and where I work. And so, you know, I'll work late and then go to church and, you know, grab Taco Bell or whatever other disgusting food and <laughs> eat it while I'm listening to, to whatever in, in my vehicle and then go in church, but I would read what he was saying, or I'd listen to him because he read it to me. It's audible after all. And I would just be weeping with the, the, the heart that he has towards God. And then I was like, I need somebody to talk with about this. And so (laughs) I was like, Ricky, I'm going to send you this book, man. Richard Lee. And so I figured out how to buy a book on Audible for somebody else and gift it to him. Man, let me tell you guys, <laughs> that's where it, I was feeling my age. I was not feeling like I got technology down because <laughs> I was like, Google, how do I do this? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Where is that thing? Oh, I have to go to this. Man, I I looked like an, an idiot. I'm not going to lie. But hey, in result, Ricky got the book. And we started reading it together, and you would think that it was like the latest episode of The Walking Dead or something. <laughs> By the way, we would talk about it like yeah. it was the thing. Did you see what Carol did to those There's... walkers? <laughs> it was just this book is phenomenal, and uh, we don't know Tyler Stanton, and, which should be obvious because I can't even yep. remember how to get the poor guy's name right. <laughs> If anybody wants to introduce us, I am down like I'm Charlie Brown. I would like to talk to him um, because he's got a heart that wants to For please yep. his God. Yep. And and man, I've I've got that heart, and so deep cries into deep, and I get that. Yeah. Um, but again, this is not a paid commercial, but you'd think it was uh, praying like monks. Living like fools. Yeah. Ricky, 
they're going to be able to find that on yes. our uh, I will include tag. Yep. I'm going to include everything once uh, this is all edited down. Um, it's going to have links to our to the podcast itself at the bottom, um, to all of our social media, which I'm glad you brought that up. I was just thinking about that. Um, it'll have a link to this book um, where you can buy it directly off of Audible or off of Amazon, which I highly, highly recommend. Um, we're going to do not a super, super deep dive, but a bit of a deep dive, um, which is actually a good segue, Shell. I think we, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to be talking about in this book. Uh, Let's, talk about, so talk, talk, about. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about when we talk about it. Um, we are touching on three particular topics in this book that I think we agreed were the most solid and quite literally life-changing. Um, I'm going to let Shell talk about this first one, even though I think we both really, really vibed on this one. Uh, it's something called The Middle Voice. Um, I'll talk right. just a little bit about it. Um, why... Why I was so impacted, and I, I kind of know the reason Shell was impacted, but me personally, I'll talk to that or speak to that, excuse me. Um, it really talks about how prayer is unlike any other type of interaction that exists, period, because we are what we would call mere mortals, right? Talking to this infinite, uncontainable, absolutely indescribable God. And he wants our input, which is heart heartening and bizarre at the same time. Um, so for for me, it was amazing because this middle voice really talks about how we are intended to both receive and participate. And the craziest thing is that this this particular verbal tense. I, sorry, I'm going to break it down and get nerdy for a second. But this particular verbal tense in the Greek allows for something we don't even have in English, which requires you to participate in the action. Uh, so it, it's a crazy idea. And, and, and Tyler points out in his book, a really good top, a really good point, which is what we're going to be talking about is that we have this very uh, Greek idea of who God is, right? That, that he is this stonewalled white bearded man, uh, absent and, and retired from who we are completely and nothing could be further from the truth. He is a God that is highly relational, who highly desires to know what we think and highly desires to even allow us to persuade him, of course, with his own truths and definitions and, and um, constructions of reality. Right. But nonetheless, he is willing to listen and be persuaded and converse with us about all these things. So, man, for me, that was amazing that there's a verbal tense that existed that doesn't exist in English to explain how we should interact with God is crazy, crazy. Right. Um, there are three basic voices, and I think we both subscribe to uh, the Aristotle I think we're at 45 minutes, by the way. Okay. Just a heads up. Good, good to know. Um, there, there are three choices, three voices, the first <laughs> voice, the third voice, and the middle voice. Mm -hmm. um, and like Her Aristotle, I really tend to go with balance. Um, first voice is the one that comes to God saying, I want, I want, and there is nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Jesus told us, this is how you pray. And there's, I want in it, give us this day our daily bread, forgive us yep. our debts as we forgive those who, uh, our debtors, uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I, I want, I want. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's the third voice and that's the, the Selah voice. That is the be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. And the, the second voice or the middle voice is somewhere between those two. It really is it, man, it's what Jesus prayed. I don't want to do it this way, father. Um, if there's a way for this cup to pass, not your, not my will, but yours be done. And, um, that middle voice is what we're going to talk about because I don't know if you guys ever feel like, man, I feel like I'm just bothering God with, I want, I want, I want, and could I get a, you know, like I'm sending a, a message to Santa Claus. I'm writing him out my, (laughs) my Christmas list when, um, you know, I don't want to be a spoiled brat with God, mm-hmm. um, but also if I just am still with God, you know, it's almost like taking a nap. So yeah. uh, uh, you have to be active in the stillness. And, and I think that that's where the middle voice is and that that's what we'll get into yeah. um, because we, we're not talking about it today. We're just talking about what <laughs> we're talking and we'll be talking which, about. We're talking about what we're talking about, which we're talking about is the next one, which is the second one. Um, second, uh, I guess I should say the, will technically be the third podcast, but the second in the series, um, is the one that I particularly chose was, which is about a prayer rhythm. And this one was so, this was so life-changing to me. Um, I would say with the holidays, I have really been messed up on my prayer rhythm. Um, and I feel it for sure. Uh, you know, my spirit, my heart, my being feels it, but as I tried and begin to implement a prayer rhythm. Um, it's what the early church did, right? We think like one and done, God hears me. We're good to go rock and roll. Or we, we are organic creatures. Therefore we should make sure that prayer is always organic. Neither of those are necessarily wrong, but they are certainly not 100% right. Nor would I say, are they the majority, right? Jesus, when questioned about how to pray, followed Jewish custom, which was, continual rhythmic prayer throughout the day, three times a day, right? Morning, noon, and night. Um, And it goes into it about that, but there is something not only, uh, you know, we think about that as being sanctimonious and sure it is sanctimonious, but, but more than that, it's, it's, wow. Thank you. Holy spirit. Don't you love when the Holy spirit just tells you something? (laughs) It's, it's, it's a way that God allows us to learn to be relational because relationships require intention and you know just like just like tyler stresses in this part um and i'm going to pass this last point off the shell on number three which is what she was most interested about um but just wrap up to just like god tells us uh and and tyler mentions the fidelity aspect is boring but what what it brings about is glorious yeah, it's not always the funnest thing in the world to go mm-hmm. sit down or kneel down and just pray. Uh, but, you know, what? what's crazy is, and I'll leave it at this, this boring, this thing that I thought was the most boring and fidelity oriented, I've learned actually has calmed me and allowed me to center myself um, around what I'm doing, around what God wants, and has allowed me to hear things that I wasn't hearing. You know, it's it's not in, it's not by accident that... that 
uh, like he quotes in, in the Bible, I think it's a, one of the philosophers, a, a theologian, um, says that the enemy of, of spiritual life is haste. Mm -hmm. And that for me has been absolutely magnificent. I've been intentional on taking time with God in my mornings and not trying to rush him, but letting him speak and letting, letting this, the time really be influenced and in thinking about what I'm praying. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. Prayer rhythm, um, not being hasty and three, go for it, shell. We can wrap this bad three boy up. Is praying through the pain. Hmm. Um, I mean, I think that's, one of the hardest things because it gets so demoralizing i'm asking for god something and i don't don't see it or mm. he he answers me no and it's it's something that i know is is uh, in alignment with his will and and to not want to give up uh to to not grow discouraged to keep trusting in him even when um when he has said no, or when I feel his absence, like I feel like he has um, forsaken me, mm. staying, staying um, powerful in prayer. I'm really, really excited about all of these. And, and if they seem like they might be boring to you, I have to say, <laughs> give it a chance because yeah. Prayer is something every human does, whether they recognize it or not. Mm. Nothing else. It is what you do when you are slamming on your brakes because the car in front of you that you were tailgating slammed on their brakes and you're, you're praying. You may not know who you're praying to, but you are praying. Let my car stop. Let it stop. Let it stop. Let me not hit this person. And that is prayer. Moral of the story. Don't tailgate. That is, you know, like keep a bubble guys, <laughs> keep a bubble. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's solid. Um, I, I won't add much to that more than I think that we're talking about even, um, sharing from our own experience, uh, because, Definitely. you know, nothing, nothing really sends the, the, uh, oh, what does the word say? Forget what I have to say. Let's go right to the word. The word says that we overcome by the power of our testimony, right? And the blood of the right. lamb. So the blood of the lamb is the one that washed us and our testimony is the one that seals the deal. So Even I think to it, the point of not loving our own esteem, yeah. that scripture mm. goes on to say, because they love their, they love not stuff. their life, even unto death. Even and, unto death. And sometimes when when we're worried about our reputation that's a mini death and <laughs> mm. um, and so we will crucify COVID, that. anyone right we will we will crucify our renown because god's renown that's good guys well, we're going to wrap this bad boy up um Thanks for being patient. We're still getting the hang of how long we're taking. We're at almost 55 minutes here, but that's all right. We're, we're just loving and living and uh, knocking this bad boy out. I'm literally figuring out how to use this uh, stuff, this uh, um, software as, as we're doing this. <laughs> so, um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We are the Christian Theological Dark Web. Let me definitely plug in our info here. Guys, you can email us directly at the Christian Theological Dark Web. I know that's a crazy long email, but hey, it's where we are. It's what we're called. So it's the Christian Theological Dark Web, just like that, at gmail.com. 
Um, you guys can also find in the description, literally you can just click on the link if you want to email us. Um, I will have an entire link tree to all our social media that you guys are f- f- can feel free to click on. Um, it's got our Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and I think that's it, uh, at least for now. Uh, we have been talking about where we can do a message board, and I am beginning to think that Twitter might be the best option, um, but I will check something else as well. Um, if you have any suggestions, you know, feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, also, my name is Richard Lee. You can call me Ricky. Nobody calls me Richard, not even my parents, so let's not do that. Um <laughs> I will plug in my info. I have my own link tree and Shelly will have one plugged in that I have been meaning to do for her and she will have it soon. Um, hopefully you guys have heard our promo spot by this point. And uh, if nothing else, shoot that promo spot out to somebody else so they can give a shout out to us. Give us a listen. Um, we might be the podcast for them. We might not. That's okay too. But we love you guys. Our intention is to lift up the kingdom and be absolutely honest in everything we do and um, let the so. truth set you free in 2023 that's right Jesus. right 2023 <laughs> is the year for me all right there we go i like that one <laughs> I like that. um it's good stuff <laughs> all right well enough nerdy crap um thanks for giving us a listen guys we will see you soon and happy new year I can't believe we're doing this on January 1st of 2023. That's crazy. All right. Much love, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. This is the Christian Theological Dark Web. Thank you for listening. To get in contact with us, please click on any of our information in the bio. Thank you, and God bless.